Hello and welcome. You are listening to Desperate Acts of Capitalism, a podcast about money, marketing, and how it all goes wrong. Join us on our magical journey through a wonderland of burning money. I'm Evan Swope. And I'm C.T. Kelly. Woo! So, what do you got for me today, bud? Okay, so this this topic is also from that that long like article I sent you a while back that was kind of like reflecting on the biggest fails of the the 2010s okay, okay um and i think this was like this was number two on the list oh geez um which i think i don't know if i would agree but it's definitely a big one okay today's topic is the samsung galaxy note 7 stylized oh. yeah yes i'm sure this made a lot of headlines back in 2016 so i'm sure you've heard of it yes yeah this is I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't heard about this, but I I do remember what this phone was famous for. Yes. <laughs> um, so the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, stylized as the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, no space between the Note and the 7, Note 7. <laughs> is a discontinued Android-based phone tablet designed, developed, produced, and marketed by Samsung Electronics, which are based in South Korea. Uh, okay. Un- unveiled on... August 2nd, 2016, it was officially released on August 19th, 2016 as a successor to the Galaxy Note 5. It is... Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. It's, why was 7 after 5? Uh, I'll explain it in a second. The, the, okay. The reason's kind of dumb, but... We're getting ahead of ourselves. Here. Yeah. It is Samsung's first phone with a USB-C connector and the last phone in the Galaxy Note series to have a home button. So kind of like issuing in a new generation of... Uh, Smartphones that are more screen-based and less, like, hardware-based, I guess. I see, I see. Although it is the sixth main device in the Galaxy Note series, uh, Samsung branded its series number as 7, skipping skipping straight from 5 to 7 so that customers would not perceive it as being inferior to the flagship Samsung Galaxy S7 and to prevent Mm. confusion about the order of release due to the same release year, 2016. So, I think... I mean, companies do this all the time. Like the the name, the number doesn't really mean anything. It's not like, you know, right. like a movie. It's not like a piece in the saga. It's just like they. I mean, it's it's all marketing. It's just they call right. it whatever. Okay. Um, I think like iPhone skipped straight from eight to ten, um, just because you know whatever. It's just whatever right. the marketing. Well, and it wasn't ten. It was X or something. Yeah, right. But there was. I don't think there was ever an iPhone nine. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, so they they skip straight from five to seven, um, in order to because they had another phone coming out called the Galaxy S seven, and they didn't want to be like, oh, why would I? Why should I buy the the Galaxy Note six when there's a Galaxy S seven? It's right. just it's all meaningless at the end of the day. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. The Galaxy Note seven uh, is an evolution of the Galaxy Note five that inherited hardware components and improvements from the Galaxy S seven including the restoration of expandable storage and IP68 water resistance, and new features such as a dual-sided curved display, support for HDR, HDR color, improvements to the bundled stylus, and new software features which utilize it, and an iris recognition, recognition system. So there's, see. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, big developments on this phone. Uh, demand for the Galaxy Note 7 on launch was high, breaking pre-order records in South Korea and causing international re- releases to be delayed in some markets to, supp- to supply shortages. Uh-huh. The Galaxy Note 7 also received positive reviews from critics, pr- 
praising the quality of its construction, HDR support, as well as its streamlined user interface. So it's beautiful. It's free. It can love. <laughs> it can dance. <laughs> it can uh, complete the hierarchy of needs and reach the final uh, pinnacle self-expression. It can it learn to play of, golf. <laughs> it reminds me of that that Onion article that's like, the new Galaxy Note Seven literally sucks your day. Yeah, <laughs> and like, then they cut to like the CEO. What more could you want from us? <laughs> yeah. What else do you want us to put into it? <laughs> it literally sucks your dick. Um, okay, so, I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is just a no- another normal release of a new fucking smartphone, and nothing should go wrong, whatever. It's it's well-received from critics. It's The demand is really high. It looks like it's going to be like a major improvement over the last model. What right, on they- earth could possibly go wrong? <laughs> They're, they're totally set up for success here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to get straight into it. I'm not going to... There's no lead okay. up to this. But battery defects cause many Note 7 units to overheat and combust or explode. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so there you go. That's probably what you remember. These things would burst into flames. <laughs> right. And it's not like, you know, people talk about... People talk about, like, oh, my car exploded, but in actuality, it just kind of, like, melted down and stopped working. Yeah. But, no, these phones, like, actually exploded. They literally exploded and burst into flames out of nowhere. They would would heat up dramatically and explode into a cloud of shrapnel. With little to no warning. It's not like your phone (laughs) would... It would be like your phone starts getting a little hot, and by the time you figure out what's going on it explodes oh so it's like you didn't even have time to duck or anything no like that, exactly just popped yeah it's like by the time you reach into your pocket uh after you realize that your thigh is getting incredibly hot all of a sudden there's a loud pop and your phone is on fire oh jesus yeah it's it's terrifying so, in the original run of devices, the, uh, the battery produced by Samsung SDI contained a, a design flaw that made electrodes on the top right of the battery susceptible to bending. This weakened separation between oh. positive and negative tabs of the battery um, resulted in thermal runaway and short circuits. Um, yes. So, I don't really, I mean, I'm sure you understand this more than I do, because you have more of a, a mind for this, but basically what I looked up thermal runaway is basically a like a hockey stick curve of heat where the feedback it's basically like a feedback loop of heat that results in that resulted in the phone literally exploding yeah that's basically like so thermal runaway is what you have like fans and heat sinks to prevent yeah right exactly it's it's, because it's not just like oh this component gets hot it's this one it's when this component gets hot, it stops functioning properly and gets even hotter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a roller coaster, like going up, just like. Right. It's an exponential increase in heat. Exactly. That's the word, exponential increase, which is crazy. So it seemed like there was some sort of design flaw where where the 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 battery was bent or just didn't have enough room to cool down or whatever and it just resulted in this exponential increase and it's just well, insane what happens like from an engineering perspective what causes explosions is when you have an exponential increase in heat in uh, a pressurized environment right and the thing about most 
about the thing about most lithium-ion batteries is that they are basically a very very tight container around a uh, a fluid or like some sort of gel that is highly reactive to heat and electricity. Yeah. So it's like and what that means is that they are bombs. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like it's the same construction as a bomb. Like if, yes. you, if you don't have the like safety outlet, like the way for the phone to cool itself down, you just have a bomb in your pocket. Right, because usually what you have are is is a regulator, like yeah. something that makes sure that the battery. Because what happens is that if the the amp I, it's either amperage or voltage. I don't remember which one, but mm-hmm. if basically if you overload an electronic battery with too much electricity or heat at one time it explodes yeah <laughs> and that's just how batteries work right <laughs> they are a medium meant to store energy yeah um, following an official recall on September 12, 2016, the Galaxy Note 7 was revisioned using batteries from China-based contemporary Amperex technology, which also supplies batteries to the iPhone smartphones. Samsung stated oh. on January 23, 2017 that these batteries had suffered from a manufacturing defect in the welding process. Some batteries were also missing insulation tape entirely. Oh my god, that's... <laughs> that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah, like, they... they... It didn't come with the thing that's that's meant to prevent it from being a bomb. <laughs> right. Um, Samsung, like you, just, were, you don't want anything with bare wiring. Like, that's just always bad. No, yeah, especially not in your pocket or up to your ear. Right. <laughs> um, Samsung reported that these oversights resulted from the vendor's push to ramp up production of batteries for the replacement phones in order to meet demand. Of course. So, yeah, I mean, this is just a typical, like... I mean, usually companies are good, even though they're rushed in production at not making bombs. But right, it's like, <laughs> but it's like it's bad for business to kill your customers. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you would think, I don't know, like you're buying technology from all these companies, and you're just trusting that they're not gonna make, not gonna sell you something that will explode in your pocket. But you have no guarantee, like. Right. Right. It's. <laughs> Like these phones like, don't come with a giant sticker that well, that like, says like not a bot. Well, not at first. <laughs> well, it's like we we trust that the regulators have like done their job and everything yeah. that the that all this shit is being double checked. But it's like the regulators are basically just there to check things out at the beginning of the process and the end of the process. Yeah, like they they look at blueprints and they look at factories, and so. There's nothing, there's really nothing stopping a company from just sort of making bombs. Yeah. At least for a little while. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you can test it as much as you want, like in a factory setting or like at your company headquarters or whatever. But like, there's, it's, I guess it's harder to test when a customer has been using it for like days on end and stuff. Yeah. Like, so they probably worked at first and it's like, oh, you know, like it seems fine, but like they can't account for like days and days or weeks of usage. Or just just flat out defects in the process. Yeah, exactly. Um, So on August 31st, 2016, it was reported that Samsung was delaying shipments of the Galaxy Note 7 in some regions (laughs) to perform, quote, additional tests being conducted for product quality aka <laughs> additional tests to make sure that they're not bombs <laughs> um, this came alongside user reports of batteries exploding while charging 
Oh, jeez. Just imagine you're just charging your phone, and then you just, <laughs> just like... Just like... <laughs> like, hopefully you're not in the same room with it, or hopefully it's not on your body. Though there were reports, I will get to <laughs> oh, some really disturbing um, things. But it's like, even if it's in the other room, that's still terrifying. You just, like, you just hear, like, an explosion, and you come in to see your phone is just, like, on fire. Well, just the... <laughs> it's like... The idea of, like, imagine buying a new pair of shoes, and then you, like, you walk into the room one day, and your shoes are just on fire. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, I was expecting that my, something I buy from, like, a major company would not just, you know, seemingly spontaneously combust. Right! It's, but, like, <laughs> what is your, like, relationship with products like after that? It's just, like, you can never trust anything again. Right, how do you... <laughs> It's like, at any point, my computer could just catch fire and explode. Like, how do you... There's no guarantee that it's not, because it's happened before to these people. Right! You, you, there's, a, there's been a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on September 1st, 2016, South Korea's Yonhap News Agency reported that Samsung was preparing to recall the device worldwide due to these battery issues. On at least they were, like, issues. on top of that shit. Like, yeah, well, you kind of have to be, because it's like... It's like you said. It's not good for business to kill your customers. Well, but they're like, they they could have gone totally Ford Motors and just not like, yeah. just like quashed all the stories and then just kept releasing the phones. Yeah, exactly. Um, on September second, twenty sixteen, Samsung suspended sales of the Galaxy Note Seven and announced an informal recall after it was found that a manufacturing defect in phones' batteries had caused some of them to generate excessive heat, resulting in fires and explosions. A company spokesperson stated that it had received 35 reports of battery failure, quote-unquote battery failure, and this wasn't battery (laughs) failure, this was the phone exploding. Right. I mean, it is battery failure, but that's, like, the least damaging thing about it. It's like... Yeah. That's like reporting this as... That's like reporting this as cracked screens. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you can't put it in the same category as battery failure. It's like, right. it's one thing if your phone turns off while you're on a call to your friend. It's another thing if your phone bursts into flames when you're on right. a call to your friend. Uh, Samsung stated, quote, uh, these reports account for less than uh, 0.1% of the, of the entire volume sold, which is like, yeah... But it's, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if it's one report. It's still, like, this can, like, kill you. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Samsung stated that the hazard was limited to a small fraction of phones manufactured and released a tool on its website on uh, September 19th to identify affected units by their unique IMEI numbers. So (laughs) it's a fun little tool to find out if your phone's going to explode or not. It's, It's just an app that you download, and then it, like... Click here to check if your phone is is defective, and you press it, and it just says "stand back," and then the phone explodes. <laughs> it's just like you open the app, and it's just like a ten second countdown. <laughs> <laughs> it either says "you're good" <laughs> with like a thumbs up, or it just like starts counting down. <laughs> right, it just has like an an unhappy face, and then the phone catches fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell. It just has like a message that says like it hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> just because it does just because it, just because your your phone can't talk doesn't mean it does, it isn't hurting <laughs> it starts playing celine dion's my heart will go on <laughs> as, it, as it slowly turns into a pile of slag 
So the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration issued an advisory on September 8th, 2016. Wait, what's the Air Force doing here? <laughs> like, So they, they released an advisory that passengers should not turn on or charge these devices on board aircraft because they were afraid that someone would either intentionally or unintentionally 9-11 planes uh, using a Samsung Galaxy <laughs> Note 7. Jeez. So, like the, like, the FAA was, like, incredibly worried about this because, like, basically, if they didn't do something, they were just, like, allowing potential bombs onto aircrafts. Well, and the thing about an aircraft is that it's also a tightly constricted, pressurized container. Yes, yes. And so it's, it is very possible, if you set off enough of an explosion, to just turn the plane into a bomb. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, at least they were taking it serious. I mean, we know that the like the FAA takes shit seriously. Like, you can't bring right. bring Play-Doh onto like, right, like yeah. from personal experience, and like you can't bring scissors over like a certain number. Like they they take this stuff very seriously. So like, they're not gonna let a, a like a phone that has even the slightest potential to be a literal bomb onto an aircraft. Right. Right. Um, which just shows to go you how truly bomb-like these phones were. It's oh, like, yeah. No, they actually exploded like a grenade. No, like, this isn't like a phone just getting really hot. Like, they literally would explode. Jeez. Uh, the European Aviation Safety Agency made a similar, state similar statement the next day saying, uh, passengers are reminded of the need to inform the cabin crew when a device is damaged, hot, produces smoke, is lost, or falls into the seat structure. So, kind of being vague about it, but, like, being like, don't bring Samsung right. Galaxy Note 7s onto phone. They are bombs. Jeez. <laughs> it reminds me of that SpongeBob episode. It's like... like oh, these aren't pies. Yeah. They're bombs. <laughs> Made in a bomb factory. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Strobel, uh, age 28, of Boca Raton, Florida, said he was in a Costco store um, in Palm Beach Gardens on... 9th September, minding his own business when his Galaxy Note 7 exploded. The phone burned directly through his pants, resulting in severe burns on his right Holy leg. Holy shit! <laughs> it's like... Oh, man! I, I looked at this article. There's an actual picture taken... Oh, God! Like, 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 I think, like, a minute after it happened. Like, some dude in Costco just took a picture of it. And it's also just, like... on a Galaxy S7, and then the phone exploded yeah, several seconds right. later. <laughs> like this dude is just like lying on the ground in a Costco and there's just like a hole like a like six inch in diameter like hole in his pants and like just like burn marks on his leg and it's just like like he's just like lying on the ground just like in utter shock like (laughs) right yeah it's like I I mean in addition to the pain it's like how do you even know what's happening exactly you have no frame of reference for it it's like it's not like like if you're on like a roller coaster and the roller coaster derails or something at least in your mind you'll, you have some fr- or like an airplane and the airplane goes down at least you have some frame of reference for like okay like, right, it's like I, I knew there was some risk going on but it's like you're it's like getting in a car crash it's like yeah. you know you know that this is a thing that can happen and, and your your brain can sort of understand generally what's going on exactly but it's like when it's like we don't expect your our phones to explode that's like i mean that's like expecting your car keys to explode or expecting your pants to explode like it just doesn't happen i know it's just like i would love like a play-by-play of like what was going on in his mind because it's like there are all the reports that i read it's like it starts with the phone getting incredibly hot out of nowhere 
and then like within seconds it explodes. So it's like he feels an incredible like a, a pain on his leg from the from the phone getting really really hot, and then all of a sudden just like incredible pain, an insanely loud noise, and then literally his pants are on fire and there's a giant hole ripped through his jeans. <sighs> Like, wh- how do you process that in the moment? <laughs> Even afterwards, like, the, the photo, like, he just, like, is just, be like, truly bewildered. Right. He's in shock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Um, Strobel filed a lawsuit against Samsung Electronics seeking damages of at least 15000 um, for medical bills, lost wages, pain, and suffering, and other alleged in- injuries. <laughs> So, like, the, I remember reading, like, another report from this incident, like, he described it as, like, the 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 explosion was so, like, intense that it literally, like, fused parts of his genes to, like, oh, his, yeah. like, melted skin. <laughs> right. No, that, that explosion is probably hot enough to just, like, like melt the genes into your skin. Yeah, exactly. It's uh-huh. so, like, gross. Uh, so... Um, three days later, on September 12, 2016, the Galaxy Note 7 was officially recalled in the U.S. by the Consumer Product Safety Commission, who advised all owners to shut down and cease all usage of the device and return them in exchange for a replacement. So, like, after that report, I think that was, like, the, the final, like, like you know, the last straw where, the, you know, like, the right. U.S. Consumer Production Board was just like, no, like, this is, like, unsafe. It's an official recall. Like, this isn't, like, Samsung doing right. the right thing. This is, like, you know, like, the regu- regulatory agencies getting involved. All done. No more. Done yeah. <laughs> like, nice try. It's not funny anymore. Right. <laughs> All uh, right, guys. This was funny at first, but now it's it's gotten out of hand. <laughs> uh... The next day, on September 13th, 2016, Samsung announced in newspaper advertisements that it would release a software patch patch to the affected Galaxy Note 7 devices in South Korea, which prevent- I don't know if this is a software thing, guys. <laughs> well, what the what the patch did was prevented the phone from being charged past 60%, so kind of like a kill code uh. that they sent out to like prevent the phone from exploding anymore. I see. Um, which also like. You know, like, I, I hear people, like, always saying that, like, you know, like, Apple sends out these, like, software updates to slow your phone down and to make you which buy a new do. one. Which is, like, I think this kind of confirms that that idea because, like, they sent out a software update that prevents your phone from being charged past 60 per- Like, they can do whatever, like, yeah, with well, or have, without your knowledge. Yes. If, if they have access to the operating system, they can control everything that your phone does. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Galaxy Note 7 was re- subsequently reissued with batteries supplied by the Chinese company Amperex Technology Limited, which also serves as the battery supplier for the iPhone line, which I stated before. These replacement models, which Samsung purportedly classified as being safe, had a prominent marking on their packaging to distinguish them from the first wave of recalled units and render all software battery indicators with green icons. Okay. Samsung was granted special permission by Google to allow this change as it would normally violate the requirements of the Android compatibility compatibility definition document which must be met to license Google mobile services software and Android trademarks for all status bar icons to only be rendered in white. So this is a big deal because Samsung was being granted special permission um, by Google to basically change um 
compatibility with like uh, the the UX basic like how right, how the battery right. is d- displayed on these phones which is is very rare but like used in this case only because it is literally like a life-threatening situation. I'm glad everyone is being like every person in this story is acting very reasonably. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, cuz like I mean luck I mean 35 reports so... is a lot, but it's not that much and usually a company would try to bury this um immediately. It's just so it's just so like like from Samsung's perspective, it's such a clear like well, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is it's like this is definitely our bad and we will definitely fix this. Totally. Like the, Samsung handled the situation like how you should handle this situation and sadly how most companies do not handle situations like this. Right. It, it's like genuinely refreshing to hear Samsung's response be actually good. Yeah, like as good at like obviously it's horrible that they sold people bombs, but it, they're doing I, you know the best they can in the circumstances. I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but it's like I don't, I don't even know if this is really their fault. I think yeah. they just had, I think they just had the wrong manufacturing defect at just the wrong time. Right, like the testing wasn't able to account for the full volume of variability. Yeah, like I, I don't think they were like. I don't think they were, like, throwing caution to the wind in any, like, irresponsible way. Yeah. I think it was just, like, it was just a crazy random happenstance thing. Oh, yeah, totally. And they're, you know, doing the best they can. Uh, following following the announcement of the recall, Verizon Wireless released a software update to Galaxy Note 7 units purchased from the carrier, which displays the aforementioned green icons on safe devices and an embedded recall notice on affected devices when the device is plugged in. Um, unlike the South Korean update, it does not include a charging cutoff. So, like, the purpose of the, the green icon was basically to be like, this phone is safe, uh, it's it's not going to be a bomb. So right, it will not explode. <laughs> just like, it's like now, it, like, phones have to come with, with labels saying, not a bomb. Not a bomb. Confirmed, not a bomb. Um, Samsung reported that 80% of devices had been replaced in South Korea and roughly 50% in Europe and North America. Um, but only 10% of devices in the U.S. Re- were returned, and about 50,000 devices were traded for a different model. Hmm. Um, so it seems like it, the response, the level of response varies from country to country. Um, like in South Korea, their home their home uh, country, like they replaced pretty much every single one of the devices. But it seems right. like the response, for whatever reason, um, was slower in the U.S., and I think most of the reports of the the exploding phones were in the U.S. Um, oh, interesting. I wonder so, why. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if it's if it's a connection between like the the speed of the recalls. Um, yeah, I don't know. So unfortunately, even with the replacement phones, like the second wave of these oh, phones, no. the incidents continued to occur. So that's where it's like okay, like. I yeah obviously like like you said like I don't know if initially it was Samsung's fault it could have just like it's a random thing they fixed it as fast as they can but then they replaced all the phones and it continued to happen okay that's just like you should have checked that shit yeah. my guy right. it's like you know like all these phones are exploding because they were made in an incredible rush so we're gonna rush to making a second wave of phones that right. 
you it's know, like, you should have checked that they wouldn't explode first. Yeah. <laughs> like, that seems like the bare minimum, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, new phones are on the way. And then they send them out. It's like, wait, did we check? It's like, did we do anything differently this time? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so in October 2016, several incidents um, continued to occur in which replacement uh, Note 7 phones still suffered from battery failure and combustion. A Galaxy Jeez. Note 7 owner in Kentucky was hospitalized with acute bronchitis due to smoke inhalation after... Oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's the other thing. It's like... Right. If it yeah, happens... are highly toxic. Yeah. It's like, if it happens while you're using it, that's one thing. That's one form of danger. But it's also incredibly dangerous if it's, like, charging on your nightstand while you're sleeping. Right. That's almost even more dangerous because it could happen without your knowledge. And if it starts to smoke, you could literally like die in your sleep from smoke inhalation. Right. Jesus. Luckily, I don't think there were no, there's no confirmed reports of any, anyone dying, but it was definitely a possibility for that to happen. It's still like, doesn't make it better. It's like, it's good that that happened, but it's like, that's still a problem, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the owner of the phone um, told a, a local television station that he had received a text message not meant for him from a Samsung customer service representative, which read, quote, just now got this. I can try and slow him down if we think it will matter, or we can just let him do what he keeps threatening to do and see if he does it. So, Meaning what? So basically, like, the Samsung customer service representative meant to send this text to it to their boss, but accidentally sent it to him basically saying like, should we try to bury this? Oh, geez. So that's where it gets like a little like iffy. Yeah. A little iffy. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a little bit iffy, but that's, that's a thing like with these giant like companies, that's why I was kind of bringing up the like different response rates for different countries. Like, it seems like, as a whole, the corporate Samsung office tried to do the right thing, but with all these subsidiaries and, like, you know, like the the Samsung office in America, it seems like the American office tried to bury it more. Right. It seems like Samsung's response was genuine and good, but the but it sounds like the specifically the American branch was yeah. trying to be a dick about it. Yeah, like, they were slower to recall the devices, um, and then, like, at least in this instance, like, they were not taking this customer's report seriously, even though he's like, my phone, like, almost caused me to die in my sleep. Right. And, and they're just like, Ugh. you know, should we, like, even take this seriously? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, on October 5th, 2016, a flight preparing to depart from Louisville, uh, was evacuated prior to takeoff when a passenger's replacement Galaxy Note 7 obtained from an AT&T retail outlet began smoking and popping as they were turning it off. Oh my god! Smoking and popping. Can you imagine, like, that must be terrifying for the other passengers on that flight. It's like... Right! Preparing for takeoff, and then all of a sudden you just hear, like, a loud popping. Like, if it were me, I would just, like, cover my ear. Like, I... I, Like, it's over. Like... Right, it's like, for me, it's like, oh, shit, it's a terrorist attack. Yeah, it's like... Like, like, you knew this was a possibility, but, like... You know, like... Oh, that's terrifying. Um... So Samsung stated that they were working with Southwest Airlines to investigate the incident, but stated that they were unable to confirm whether the device was a replacement model until it was recovered. 
but it, it was confirmed it was a replacement. This wasn't an, an original. Like this was a, a phone that was that was sent out as after the recall. So Jesus, and it just continued to like smoke and pop. It's like, all right, we're gonna fly to we're gonna fly to Florida to go to Disney World. Might as well Jesus. turn my phone off. Like, like <laughs> everyone starts like screaming. Whoever made this decision, who like whoever made this decision, should be in jail. Oh my god! What to replace the phones? Well, to like replace the phones with defective models. Exactly, like, kind of like, like you know, like, like the thought is nice. Replacing phones that are bombs, but when you replace them with phones that are also bombs, bombs, it's yeah, it's like okay, like I appreciate the gesture, but like you didn't fix anything. It's like why replace them at all if you're not if you're just gonna give them bombs? Yeah. It's like we it's like, oh, you want new phones? Here are new phones. It's like, oh, did you check? Did you do more rigorous testing? No. They're the same exact things. It would cost the same amount of money to give them a phone that's not a bomb, wouldn't it? Yeah, or just replace it with a different model. Like (laughs) clearly there's an issue with the, the, the manufacturing of this specific phone. I don't get it. Uh Samsung um, in response to these incidents involving replacement phones, the United States' five major wireless carriers, AT&T, T-Mobile, along with Sprint, Verizon, and U.S. Cellu- Cellular in the subsequent days, announced that they would suspend sales of the Galaxy Note 7 until further notice pending an investigation. So this is, like, even more serious okay. than the regulatory agencies getting involved. This is, like, the big five telecommunication companies saying we're not going to sell these phones. Stop selling bombs to our customers, yeah. you assholes. Right. And, you know, it's not... And these are telecom companies saying that. Like, Yeah, like... These, some, of the, some of the shiftiest companies on Earth right now. Some of the shiftiest and most powerful companies on Earth making a unanimous, unanimous decision to, to ban this phone in the name of consumer safety, which is, which right. is unheard of. Oh, Jesus. Um, on October 10th, 2016, Samsung officially announced that it had, quote, asked all carrier and retail partners globally to stop stale sales and exchanges of the Galaxy Note 7 and urged all owners to power them off and, quote, take advantage of the remedies available, including a refund at their place of purchase. So, well, <laughs> yeah, but that didn't that didn't exactly work the first time, my exactly. guy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, we'll just send you the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 3. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not bombs it's like we don't trust you anymore samsung you had a chance to redeem yourselves and you messed that up too so what did you think was going to happen replacing the bomb phone with another bomb phone (laughs) i don't even know at this point they Um, they sent the customers like phones phones that were bombs but like they were more powerful bombs (laughs) to try and kill the customers before they talked yeah right uh, on October 11th, Samsung announced that it would permanently cease production of the Galaxy Note 7 in the interest of cons- customer safety. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's, at this point, it's like it's more in the interest of their own brand, but who cares? Whatever. Right. The fact... Yeah, exactly. At God. least they're not selling... They're shutting down production of the bomb phones. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Um, Samsung began issuing special kits to package, package the devices for returns. They consisted of an anti-static bag that the phone is to be inserted to with three layers of boxes, the last of which is lined with ceramic fiber paper for fire protection. So, like, they're, like, like giving 
like these incredibly complicated shipping kits basically meant to ship hazmat hazmat products well it's like here's your it's like instead of buying a phone case you you're buying like a bomb proofing case for your phone yeah and it's like at this point i just throw the phone away like just like i'm not gonna go through your like bomb disposal kit right it's like you take care of this asshole it's like send me a like send me a refund i'm switching to a different like you know like phone manufacturer i will not be purchasing a samsung phone yeah um the shipping box also contains instructions explicitly stating that they are not to be shipped by air like it's the same thing it's like okay i'm just gonna throw the phone away it's like it has to be ground shipped like don't like all this in co- complicated instructions it's just like send me it's a like, refund you jackass why do why do i have to pay for this shit yeah um, Samsung stated to Vice's motherboard that it would not repair or refurbish any of the return phones and that the company would, quote, sell- safely dispose of them. Oh, thanks, Samsung. Oh, thanks. You wouldn't try a third time to make non-bomb phones that are probably going to be bomb phones? Well, to be fair, it's like, once you fuck up the whole bomb phone thing a second time, like, you don't get a third shot at that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, okay, we'll give you one more chance. We understand this is just, like, a fluke, a freak accident, whatever. Just, like, and then they make all more right. phones that cause, like, airlines to be, like, like, like planes to be, like, stopped from flying because they're just, popping and exploding. Just, all right, well, the third phone better not be a bomb. <laughs> all right, you rascals. Uh, following oh. Samsung's actions, they're... Other countries around the world began um, issuing official recalls. The recalls banned the sale and distribution of the Galaxy Note 7 phones within these countries, including the U.S. Um, the British Royal Mail and British courier company Parcel Forced um, announced that they would not accept or deliver any parcels containing a Galaxy Note 7. Online marketplaces, Good. eBay and Gumtree also began to pull listings selling Galaxy Note 7 devices. Um, Oculus VR issued an update to its software for the Samsung Gear VR virtual reality headset, headset which blocks its use with the Galaxy Note 7. So, like, this is officially, like, it's now being considered, like, an illegal phone. Like, you, all these companies are, like, banning its its use with their um, third-party apps and all this stuff. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Jesus. Um, on... October 14th, the U.S. um, Federal Aviation Administration and Department of Transportation's Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration banned the Note 7 from being taken aboard any airline flight, even if powered off. So now they're just like, they're not like messing around anymore. Like this phone is not allowed on airplanes, even if it's off. Right, right. Qantas, Virgin Australia, and Garuda Indonesia issued similar bans, while Transport Canada issued a notice stating that the Galaxy Note 7 was banned from flights under special um, prohibitions, banning the carriage of damaged or defective lithium-ion batteries onto flights. Okay, good. Um, In response to these air travel bans, Samsung announced that it would set up dedicated kiosks at selected airports to allow travelers to exchange or receive a refund for their Galaxy Note 7 on-site before they depart, rather than having their phone confiscated by DSA. (laughs) Oh my god. It's like, here's a a safe drop-off zone so the TSA doesn't (laughs) think you're a terrorist for carrying these phones. Oh my god. 
in terms of like fucking up a product, I think that's about as far as you can go. It's like, like just yeah. built being so shitty at making a product that you accidentally get put on a terrorist watch yeah, list. Yeah, exactly. And make like make your customers like potential terrorist threats. <laughs> right. Like right, unintentional. Right. It's not. It's not Samsung. It's fucking up at making a, a product so hard that you your customers get put on terrorist watch lists yeah exactly it's like making a sleeper cell of unintentional terrorists potentially <laughs> which is terrifying because like if some like if apple decides to you know put a small bomb in all their iphone 12s or whatever you know like it's possible we know now know it's possible <laughs> well it's like imagine imagine fucking up at make designing a shirt so hard that everyone who buys your product now considers you a member of isis yeah. <laughs> like, it's like if you describe like okay we're gonna make a product that's going to be so poorly made that that a customer in the u.s is going to be put on a no-fly list because he used it it's like it's like a riddle like what could we possibly make right <laughs> that's like that's like a challenge yeah <laughs> like uh i have no idea uh in december of 2016 a virgin america flight from san francisco to boston was nearly diverted mid-flight after it was discovered that a passenger on the plane had been operating operating a wi-fi hot hot spot uh with the name samsung galaxy note 7 underscore 1097 however it was (laughs) later discovered that the hotspot was a hoax and no passenger had actually brought a galaxy note 7 on board she she was being funny. She was yeah. being funny about it. Yeah, like very topical. <laughs> topical humor, miss. <laughs> very... Please step this way. It's like I'll admit it was funny, but we will not allow this behavior. <laughs> Jeez. It, it did make me laugh though. So on November fourth of 2016, the New Zealand Telecommunications Forum announced that all Galaxy Note 7 phones would be banned from use on local mobile networks beginning 18th November, um, enforced via IMEI blacklist. Um, on 30th November, Samsung announced that the Galaxy Note 7 devices would be banned from Australian wireless networks effective December 15th. So this is getting the, the Wi-Fi networks involved the same way that happened on the plane, where it's like, if we find any devices on any like wi-fi like hotspots we're gonna find them and confiscate them wow i love how every like every supporting vendor that's involved with this is like they're like blocking the 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 galaxy 7 from interacting with them yeah like using it as like an alert system right which is kind of great right no that's really cool um on In December of 2016, Samsung announced its intent to cripple the functionality of unreturned Galaxy Note 7 phones in Canada and the United States via software updates. In Canada, an update restricted charge capacity and blocked the phone from connecting to any wireless networks or use Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. In the United States, the update blocked the devices from being recharged in order to eliminate their ability to work as mobile devices. So they sent out a kill code, basically. Wow. But at this point, it's like, who still has one? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, there's some rebel that's like, like, he loves his slightly curved screen and his HDR color and his iris detection, iris detection functionality so much. He's like, I don't care if it's a bomb. I love this phone like a father. You'll pry this phone from my like, like hot burning hands. Right. You'll. 
pry this phone from the heap of slag that used to be my body. <laughs> from my new leg jeans fusion legs. <laughs> half jeans, half legs. Um, Verizon announced that it would refuse to distribute this update due to the added risk it could pose to Galaxy 7 users that do not have another device to switch to because it would, quote, make it impossible to contact family, first responders, or medical professionals in an emergency situation, especially during the holiday season. But it's like, buddy, these are bombs. Right, you can't... Like, Uh. yes, it's dangerous sometimes not to have a phone that can't make calls, but it's more dangerous to have a phone that could potentially explode or cause you to, like, die of smoke inhalation. It's like... no matter what, it's like, is it better to be without the product or be with the product, but it might explode and kill you? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. It's a clear answer. Yeah, it's a simple, like, just, like, do the math. Like, what is the, even a 0.1%, like, what value do you put on not having your genes fused to your legs? And <laughs> just, like, multiply oh that God. by the chance of it exploding. Um, uh, on 18th, 18th December, Verizon um, finally agreed to distributing the update. Um, and Sprint also stated that it would um, distribute the update. Verizon later announced that it would redirect all outgoing calls uh, made on an unreturned Galaxy Note 7 devices to a service hotline demanding that they be returned and threatened to charge customers a fee equaling the total retail cost of the phone if they refused to comply. Now, what what exactly was the hang-up for Sprint? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was Verizon. Oh, Verizon, sorry. I don't... I think some, like... Some person in the company had, like was afraid of like bad press from like their phones because of the update they distributed. Their phones didn't work, and someone had to make a nine one one call and couldn't. But eventually, they realized like it's probably w- worse press to have like pho- because we didn't distribute right, this update. Phones that kill people. Phones that exploded. <laughs> oh man! It's like, would you rather die because of the lack of your phone or because of the presence of your phone? <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Um, On January 9th of 2017, Samsung released another update in South Korea, blocking the device from being charged beyond 15%. Um, And then on March 24th, they released another update that barred the phone from being charged at all. So you can't, like, after the phone runs out of battery, it's done. I see. Just all done. No more. You literally, like, even if you wanted to, you cannot use this phone. So, aftermath. Crazy. Um, Okay, okay. Many media outlets, including The Verge, panned Samsung's overall handling of the battery fault and recall, arguing that the company had initially delivered unclear messaging over whether the devices were still safe to use, as well as its slow communication with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, which had the capacity to issue an official recall in the U.S. So, like I said, like, overall, Samsung made a lot of efforts, but... The U.S. office was very slow to communicate with regulator, regulators. Like, I I tried to give them credit. I tried to give yeah. them credit for reacting quickly and replacing the phones, but no. It's like right. they, they completely squandered. They completely squandered it. Exactly. Um, these arguments were based on data released on September 13th, 2016, um, by the research firm Aptelligent, which stated that the Galaxy Note usage had been, quote, almost exactly the same since the announcement of the exchange program. So in the U.S., the phone usage didn't go down at all after these reports started coming out. Samsung Jeez. didn't do any 
things substantial to stop people from using the phone until several months later. God. Uh, The Verge also noted that the U.S. government's ban on taking Galaxy Note 7 phones aboard airline flights was unprecedented, acknowledging that the only ban on consumer products um, in recent memory on airplanes was for hoverboards. So, hey, uh, you know what else is unprecedented? You, you know what else is unprecedented? Um, phones fucking exploding. <laughs> right. It's like Assholes. We've, we've never seen the airline be so strict about this before. It's like we've never. Like the guy like hobbles in on crutches. Is like I've never seen my phone explode in my pocket where I, I'm just trying to shop for large quantities of cereal at Costco and <laughs> fuse my jeans to my leg. And everyone like starts oh slow god. clapping. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Just take the L. Like yeah. yeah. One of the things that kills all of these fucking businesses is they just they don't know when to just take the L. Exactly. It's like okay, maybe it's not as bad as people are saying. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And it's like if you would have just reacted like super quickly, this would not be as much of a problem. It's like just accept responsibility. Like yeah. that's that's important for your brand is like like if you fuck up and then you're cool about it that will like that will be a good for your brand exactly like there's just so many cases of like companies who immediately admit their mistakes and talk about how they're going to fix it like before like the it's the whole idea of being in front of the story like don't let another media outlet be the first one to report when your product kills you like that's how you're going to survive right. um that's how you're going to survive a crisis like this is like give people reliable information about how they're going to get like become safe from this product right take responsibility and yeah. and, and fix make it the problem. make it happen make it right um wired.com also released um an article stating that they felt that um Samsung switching to non-removable batteries in order to imitate the industrial design of Apple after having used removable batteries on many of its past models um, could have led to um, this, you know, like the rush to produce this new phone with faulty manufacturing. Maybe. I think I think they just they were just flying fast and loose with the rules. You know, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know if it was the overall design of the product. I think it was the fact that they, they, they stopped checking up on the actual manufacturing process. Exactly. But it was also Samsung's first phone that had the battery built into the phone. It couldn't be removed. So basically, this article is arguing that like, if it would have just, if it would have been a removable battery, they could have just sent out replacement batteries. But because right, right because they had to replace the whole phone they were slower to act and um and it took longer to actually do a full recall Um, i see i see which i think has some merit to it um analysts argued that the recall had hurt samsung's brand and would likely cause the company to lose its market share to competitors like apple and google um, which had recently unveiled their iphone 7 and um, pixel models um, Credit Suisse analysts predicted that the recall and discontinuation would cause Samsung to lose nearly $17 billion in revenue. Oh, my God. 
Um, on October 12, 2016, Samsung revised its earning forecast for the third quarter of 2016, estimating a 33% drop in operating profits in comparison to the second quarter of 2016, and revenue expectations were cut by uh, 2 trillion South Korean won. Wow, what is that in, do you know what that is in American dollars? Um, that's roughly, it's like 17 billion in American dollars. Wow, that's so crazy. A third of their operating revenue in the fourth quarter was lost due to this crisis. Wow. Um, on October 18th, 2016, McCoon Wright LLP sued Samsung and filed a proposed class action lawsuit over its handling of the recall, stating that the company had, quote, failed to reimburse customers um, for monthly costs associated with owning an unusable Note 7. Um, Samsung was also panned by customers affected by the exploding phones who alleged that the company was refusing to compensate them for property damage caused by the explosions. God, it's like, it's just like, take the L early so you don't take it later. Right. Like, it's, control the story, take responsibility. God. Yeah, and like, despite all their, like, public efforts to recall this product and like make it unusable so that people don't you know get hurt like they still like refuse to take responsibility way after the fact by like refusing to like you know settle lawsuits and refusing to pay people for the property damage um, right it's like and people are gonna talk about this dickheads yeah and they did and that's why he's like all these reports come out um so in the wake of the recall samsung uh, performed internal testing and analysis to, de to determine the exact causes of the defects. Samsung released its official findings on January 23, 2017. Concurrently, the company announced that all its future battery-operated battery products would become subject to an enhanced eight-point inspection and testing protocol, including stricter visual inspections, a.k.a. making sure it doesn't explode, Right. Um, as well as charge and discharge tests, total volatile organic compound tests and accelerated usage tests. Um, and an advisory board of academics was also formed to help with the new testing. I, so what they're saying is like, we will check to make sure our phones aren't bombs before we sell them. Yeah. And like this, this happened after they recalled the product, sent out new ones that continued to explode. Right. Like, this is after two recalls of the same phone. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like good job. Like, like, forming this advisory board and like instituting more rigorous testing but it's like why did it take to the third try to <laughs> to form that it's like that should be the as soon as you hear reports of your phones exploding to form that advisory board right that's when you go back and check if your phones are bombs or not yeah <laughs> check if your phones are bombs here's the 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 moral of the story <laughs> if you uh, buy a phone make sure it's not a bomb yeah Evan Swope, um, 2020. <laughs> so, uh, more importantly, if you sell if you sell a phone, make sure it's not a bomb. I'd say the yeah. ball's more in your court for selling. <laughs> the phone. Right? Yeah, it's not the consumer's responsibility. It's not like it comes with a big sticker that says it might be a bomb. Winky face. Caution like, may be a winky face. And it's like these idiot consumers—they knew what they were getting into. No, it's it's a fun game. It's like how you wait for sales. It's like one in every, <laughs> one in every. 10,000 phones might explode when you charge it. Yeah, and it's like the higher the risk of exploding, the cheaper the phone is. <laughs> so it's like, 
it's like wow this this phone's only fifty dollars but there's a 65 percent chance of it exploding it's like damn like uh, like that's pretty high but like that's like i can't pass out this deal oh man i mean that's basically what surplus products are right it's like here we're gonna give you all the like shittily made like mass market stuff but there's a chance that it's just gonna catastrophically fail yeah um, concerns were also raised over the creation of electronic waste, resulting from Samsung, Samsung's announced a plan to destroy all return phones rather than recycle and refurbish them into new products. It's like, while that is a valid, valid concern, it's just like, you just gotta, you know, destroy these, like, just burn these phones at this point. Like, right. don't reuse the, the parts. Well, and it's just like, it's, it's like your problem. Like, yeah, right. You know, oh, you have concerns. Yeah. Oh, you've got concerns. Like, <laughs> handle it yeah. okay <laughs> uh, in february 2017 korea economic daily reported that samsung had been considering refurbishing the note 7 into a modified version with lower battery capacity and targeted towards uh markets toward um such as vietnam and thailand so like samsung was was considering r- doing a third version of this phone and just selling it out like in smaller countries that had like less prominent media outlets and making the battery smaller so that the explosion would wouldn't be as powerful. Yeah, exactly. It still explodes, but it's quieter, <laughs> more sleek, more yeah. urban, <laughs> more minimalist. Right for the executive. Uh, Greenpeace disrupted a press conference by Samsung at Mobile World Congress to protest the company's unclear pa- plans for recalled devices. <laughs> It was just like, uh, just let them destroy these phones. It's like, they're, you know, like, there's going to, Samsung's going to make just as much electronic waste. It's like. Right, exactly. They're. Like, it's not, it's like, like, don't, like, it's a waste to, like, you know, like, disarm the bomb phones. Like, make them into, like, smaller bomb phones. Right. I, it's like, what do you want from them? Um, on March 27th, Samsung announced that it now intends to extract reusable parts such as metal, semiconductors, and cameras from the recalled devices and market refurbished devices where applicable, which they did by by releasing a refurbished version of the device in um, smaller markets such as Korea, Vietnam, now, and Thailand. Now, now, did any of them explode? No. Um, okay. As okay. far as far as we know, like. Who knows? Because, like, all in all, there were only, I think, 35 confirmed reports of phones exploding. But it's like, who knows? Like, I mean, they still, have access, they still have access to the internet in Thailand. Like, if a phone exploded, we would probably know about it. The fact that we don't means it was probably fine. And they didn't fuck this one up. Yeah. But still, it's like... Fourth time's the charm. Like, why even, like why even market also like they they marketed this like third version of the phone as the samsung galaxy note 7 fan edition which the the, the what edition the fan edition like there's like as if there was like an underground like (laughs) like like cult following of the bomb phones right that demanded a third version right like like the people demanding crystal pepsi back yeah right it's like we accept that there's a risk they're too damn good of phones we we are listening to the fans yeah all right netflix release releases a reboot of the galaxy note 7 <laughs> to thunderous applause 
to a small <laughs> niche of the marketplace. Right. Oh, my God. All right. Well, all in all, that's the story of the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Oh, my God. I'm very conflicted that... on how I perceive Sam. Like, obviously, like, Samsung did a lot of things wrong, but at the same time, they did eventually recall the product and make it so you, it, you, they couldn't use it. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I kind of feel mixed about it. It was, you, you know what? It was the second time they sent out the bomb phones, yeah. <laughs> right. you know? Right. And it sounds like it wasn't Samsung as a company. It was just the Samsung American leadership, which, like, yeah. of course it was. Right, of course. Like, you know, like, you can always count on America to make things worse. <sighs> um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, reflecting on like the placement in the article of like the, the you know like the hundred like biggest flops of the 2010s i'd say you know i, I don't know if i would rank it as number two but definitely in the top 10 i would yeah, say def- for sure exploding phones like along with like the fire festival theranos you know yeah. like the google barge it's, a, it's definitely up there like yeah. it's like we were saying earlier it's it is hard to fuck up a product so badly that your customers get put on a watch list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's that's about the bottom of the barrel. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so convoluted. It's like how like what series of like 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 fuck ups had to happen to get to that point. Um, and it's like I tried giving them the, the benefit of the doubt and they yeah. just they fucked it up. They yep. fucked it up. <laughs> Samsung if you're listening, how dare you? You well, dirty, like, rotten scoundrels. Did they think people wouldn't notice their phones exploding? Yeah. It's like, like, it's only a few, it's like only a few dozen of the phones exploded. <laughs> it's like, if the phone we, explodes, you're going to tell your local news about it. We only melted a large hole into a few people's thighs. Yeah. Right. <sighs> it's not that many. <laughs> it's... Uh, anyway, uh, you know, that's the story, uh, you know buy phones oh that was that was wonderful buy thank phones you responsibly <laughs> buy phones responsibly make phones responsibly that's the bigger you know it's like none of this is the consumer's fault oh my god oh. well thank you evan that was wonderful and thanks for listening both you and to the the audience Our as a wonderful whole. audience who we love uh. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at D-A-O-C-Cast, Instagram at Desperate Acts of Capitalism, and Tumblr at DesperateActsOfCapitalism.tumblr.com. And remember, next week's episode is up right this moment on our Patreon. Join us there for bonus content, including an entire second podcast, Business Desserts, where Evan and I talk about current business news and whatever we feel like talking about that week. And thank you so much for listening. We love you. Big things are coming.